kissfm.com.au. What's up, Melbourne? Welcome back to another episode of Open Deck with VZ. We're doing the top 10 DJs of Melbourne special, and tonight I've got one of the most underrated DJs in the scene. He's a freak on the decks and a bloke that's going to be doing big things for the scene, and I'm really proud to welcome Nathan James, aka NATO, for this week's top DJ of the week. So make sure you stick around for that a little bit later on. But I'm going to kick proceedings off with a freshie by Marie Underground. It goes hard, so let's go.
Take my hands, my dear, and look me in my eyes 
calling, you texting, you wanting this back You and you gotta be trying to be doing me like that Why you putting up the neck? No, you won't get this back, back, back
All right, we are live back in the studio with Nathan James, aka NATO. How's it going, man? Yeah, very good, man. Thanks for having me back. Nah, it's good to have you back, man. You've been up to a, a lot of things, man. How's things been going? Yeah, a lot happens in 18 months. Um, yeah, like usual with all this kind of stuff, there's a bit of a roller coaster. So enjoy the highs and work on the lows and yeah, keep going. Yeah, man, that's good. I know you've been busy, man. And look, we'll, we'll get into all of that stuff shortly. But um, I want to just start from the beginning because um, uh, like you, you've been DJing for what? Going on since 2014. So nearly like a decade in yeah, the scene, man. Yeah, when like, you put it like that. Yeah, I it's, know, it's, 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 get, it's creeping up there, man. Yeah. So like DJing, producing for, for quite a while but like firstly what was the thing that got you into DJing? Um, just the concept of it being something you do with your mates like me and my mates back home um, we were always like on the dance floor always going out things like that and all of a sudden one person gets a set of decks and before you know it you're just mixing at a mate's house not taking it serious or anything like that and then when the opportunity arises after a bit of time doing it it starts the journey, I guess, and away you go. Next thing you know, you're living in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Like that was probably going to be um, my, my next question because you're a Sydney export, um, yeah. essentially. So yeah. like what, what decided you uh, to come to Melbourne? Well, I was always a fan of Melbourne as a city. Uh, we are always coming down, me and my mates, um, back in like 2016, I think it was, um, just because the clubs were just so good back then. Mm. And it just started planting a bit of a seed. I was like, oh, what if? I'll just give it a shot, see what happens. I'd sort of was a bit over Sydney, the lockouts and things like that, mm. um, and was always influenced by Melbourne music. So gave it a shot. 
Um, worst thing that would happen is I would just move back home, but I never did that and I'm settled here. There you go. Yeah. Look at you down there. Yeah. That's that's so good. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, honest question, which one's better, Sydney or Melbourne nightlife? Um, from full experience, like Melbourne, obviously, um, yeah. but yeah. Melbourne does go through its ups and downs, whereas like Sydney does too. But I guess that's the same with any any city. So yeah, okay. You gotta you gotta stay politically correct with that answer, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, can't, can't, can't dog on your hometown. Yeah. I don't know if anyone, <laughs> anyone from Sydney even watching this. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that's good, man. And Melbourne definitely has a, a, a different vibe. You know, even yeah. like the lockout laws, man, they, they, what, what, we still party till 9, 10, 11 o'clock yeah, in the morning correct. sometimes. Yeah. It's yeah. like the clubs here are just like on another level. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you've built a pretty big name for yourself here since you moved here, bro. Oh, like, thanks, bro. what, you came here in 2018? Yes, started 2018. It was like one of those things too when I did move here. Could have, oh, I don't know. I never thought I'd even, there was a risk you wouldn't even play any clubs down here, but it was worth the risk to take. So I've always saw longevity in it. So I was pretty happy to still be doing it and still keep grinding away at it, so to speak. Yeah, it's it's sort of like you just got to take the risk and, and see where it leads. Yeah. So what was it like sort of building a, a like a name for yourself in, in a new city? Like, did you, did you know anybody oh, that could help you no, out? or to, like To put it in perspective, like it's like starting at a new school. Yeah. Like we moved down here, no name, just a couple. I think I had Dion DiMaggio on Facebook. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was about it. And then I was just going to Tramp. I was even going on my own at the start. Like yeah. just going on my own, seeing if I could meet people, knowing who's who. Um, just knew I kept grinding away at it. Before you know it, you meet someone who introduced you to someone. And then, yeah, it just starts the journey. Yeah, I know. It's um, it's sort of just about that network, you yeah. know. You get, that's sort of how it all starts. But you gotta, yeah, you gotta love that part of it too. Yeah, like you gotta love the grind. Yeah, of course. And like it, like you said, you you, you gotta just rock up by yourself and just like yeah. hope hope for the best. See who you meet and and support the nightlife. And you know, look at you now. You've you've we'll get to your sort of gigs in a second, but mm. you've sort of been playing some pretty hectic things and done you know such a big thing yeah. for the scene already. Yeah, so. definitely. Good man, I'm 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 proud of proud of you because I'm Thanks. I'm personally also a, a Gold Coast you export. Yeah, like, so it's one of those things like I need to be more talked about. Like I have heaps of respect for like you, Eric G, all the people that have given it a shot to try and move down here to make something of it. Like, exactly, it's not easy. You don't know anybody, and just like you know what, I'll just take, I'll just give it a shot, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you produce, man. You produce a little bit as well, and you had that huge track, the system, which you know I still <laughs> I still love. I played that in my sets a, a few times actually. <laughs> Thanks, right. It took the the top 50 um countdown at tramp it took the top spot in 21 um yeah. and 22 bro like yeah. what was that like uh pretty surreal because like i'd been voting on those countdowns way back when i was living in sydney and whatnot so to be up there with tunes like nightcrawler and faces of meth and whatnot it's pretty surreal um but it's one of those things too like when it kept coming around i kept going through the process of like oh, i need to go go through the whole thing of watching all the votes again and things like that <laughs> so from that kind of way and by then i sort of got over playing it a little bit i still played in a lot of my sets and whatnot but it's one of those things like i've heard it enough and i'm sure other people have too <laughs> uh, do you still have to play it in your sets like depends where I'm, depends where i'm playing yeah. like depends on the set sort of thing like the cheesier ones probably yeah um <laughs> Yeah, it still gets good feedback though, so that's all that matters. No, it still goes hard, dude. Yeah. I think um, I was talking to um, Wairo about this last week and how um, he's got um, he's got his big tune. Um, jump. Jump, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just went blank for a second yeah. there. And he's like, I can't even play it anymore. Like, I'm so over it. You probably, you're probably like... <laughs> he's just like 2015, I think, jump came out. So it's probably like he's got an extra four years of playing it. You know what I mean? And 
like what he said yesterday, he was like, oh, oh, last week he was like, oh, it was a remix. I wish it was an original. And like, I'm probably the same <laughs> so, as a remix as well. <laughs> oh, well, man. Like, do you think that that helped sort of cement yourself in, as, as a Melbourne artist though? Yeah, yeah. I give it so much credit because although like I see myself more as a DJ, what it did, it opened up a lot more gigs for me to show off the DJ side of me as well. Mm. So I'm pretty thankful for that because before that I was grinding away and not getting too much in a way, so to speak, from the scene. So um, that really helped me get to the forefront and I tried my best to sort of capitalise on what that did for me too. Yeah, of course, man, you'd have to. Um, but talking about that, because you said you're, you're, you consider yourself more of a DJ, like I think your technical ability on, on the decks is, is sort of like unmatched in the Melbourne scene. Like Thanks, I see you mate. do- That's a huge call. I honestly see you yeah. do some crazy shit when you DJ, man. Like some stuff I haven't even seen other, other people do, man. Like, do you think that also helps you sort of stand out above the rest? It does now. Um, I remember like I've always had that passion for trying to do stuff different on the decks but w- I remember when I moved down a few people were like what the fuck are you oh, God, <laughs> it's alright man you're not um, the first <laughs> yeah. why are you doing that like no one cares but I sort of just did that because I remembered me being on the dance floor scene and stuff like that mm. so in a way I DJ for the 19 year old version of me on the dance floor yeah. um, and obviously over time it's expanded a lot like I even listen to some of my old mixtapes and I look at how far I've come from then and I'm still keen to keep trying to progress that part and the cool thing about it is like it's hard to get known off DJing it's hard it's easy to get known off producing because that's your music sort of thing and people can listen to that whenever they'll just go on Spotify or whatever listen to your tune whereas people don't get the opportunity to see you DJ live all the time (laughs) no exactly that and to even start to have other people start referring to it like the way that you are Mm. I don't know it makes everything that you've worked hard over the years put in perspective and worth the hustle of it as well so yeah, yeah. can you keep seeing where it goes it's not something that's easily learnt man nah, like and you nah. gotta you gotta take risks you can you can stuff it up really easily yeah. like you can yeah definitely I'm, I'm sure you've had moments where you're DJed and you've tried to do something that hasn't worked out like yeah. it's but so the, I, I love the feel of that like is yeah. this gonna work but backing yourself to fix it if it's wrong yeah. and it's even on the other side of that like it's really easy to DJ but I believe there's like a psychology behind it like the way that you count your bars, there's a why you're mixing the choose, when you're mixing them, how you're mixing them, what you're mixing. Like, I look at it, take a step back. There's, it's so much deeper than what it's not just comes mixing, across. mixing a tune yeah, uh, yeah. with another tune. Yeah, yeah it's there's yeah. actually. But a lot more to saying it. that, I might eat my own words because I'm having to look at these dead and <laughs> at the moment, and I'm curious how they're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm sure you'll figure it out. Of all out of all the DJs I've had on here, I'm sure you're the one DJ that'll, <laughs> Thanks, that'll, that'll be all right. <laughs> Um, but how did you sort of learn how to do all this tricky shit? Are you just watching YouTube or are you just Not like- YouTube, I've just been on the dance floor. Like I just studied other DJs and turned into my own thing. Like, uh, <clears throat> and it's also one of those things like, um, especially with the all let them run stuff. Like mm. I was watching DJs remembering cool transitions they would do and I'd go home and try that myself and then turn it into a whole different thing. Um, so yeah, it just comes from the dance floor, to be honest. And even after- all this is done, I'll go back to the dance floor. Why? Yeah, do you, do you sort of like sit at home and practice it as well or you just do it on the fly? Like, <laughs> uh, On the fly, majority. And if something works, I'll go home the next day and I'll practice it again just through the history of the USB. And I'll go, oh, that really worked last night. Let me just see if I can make it cleaner. Yeah. And that's how like that ride the bike thing sort of started was I started doing it one way and then I just worked on the transition and then it just became a staple of my sets. Let's, let's just talk about those like there's a couple of unique ride the bikes and let them run and all yeah. these little things that you've got going on man like what what is let them run what are people yeah. <laughs> I, you know i've never had a platform to sort of answer this question truthfully because a lot of people talk about it in different ways mm. but 
it all started. This is the whole concept of it. Like we'd let them run. Um, Alex M, I was given some DJ shout out, yeah, tips to during lockdown, um, and we're just mixing tunes and whatnot. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, like from an arrangement point of view, you have to let them run so they like run out correctly. Mm. And then it just sort of evolved into like the concept of making something of the way that you mix your tunes like um, really trying to do like a live remix, so to speak, of the transitions that you're doing, I guess. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, it's funny how it can become part of your brand as well. And like we've even turned that concept into like themes like pilot sound and like stuff like that too. <laughs> so I uh, would see how it keeps going. A few of the boys have got let him run tattoos and stuff oh, like that. Oh, no way. Tattoos, legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to me and Gossy. I think TV's got it incorporated into his sleeve and then Gossy's got it on his chest. I'm going to get it soon. Oh, um, you have to get it if yeah, everybody yeah. else is getting it. No, nah, I've got it. I just haven't had a chance to see my tattoo artist to squeeze it in. <laughs> yeah. So. Dad, you'd like literally start a movement with this shit. Yeah. It, if it opens people's perspectives to that there's a different way of DJing, then I'm all for it. You know what I mean? It's like, so cool, man. I love it. I love the concept of it. So you're going to let them run tonight when you get on the decks? Uh, let them walk on those denims. <laughs> <laughs> let them crawl. <laughs> Nah, cool, man, cool. Well, um, definitely um, watch the live stream back if you want to see what he's actually talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's talk about your gigs, dude, because you've had a, you've had the opportunity to play at some pretty iconic events, man. Like a lot of people don't get the opportunity that I've, I've seen. You've, you've done Dirty Days, you've done TFU, um, Zubar, but I think I want to talk about that one really big opportunity where you got to do the 6 a.m. Mercy slot. Yeah. Yeah, at Tramp, dude. Like what was that like to finally get that opportunity to do that? Oh, sums up the last 10 years, to be honest. Like, mm. that's why you sort of moved down here. And I, the, the way that I respect the way that Tramp go about it was I was just sitting at home with my mates and the Mercy lineup comes out every Thursday at 7pm. Mm. And um, I'm going to swear here, but I was just like, holy fuck, I'm playing at Mercy. <laughs> and I was just running around the house. And then I love the thrill of it because then you have two days to plan an intro, it keeps you on your feet. Oh, like, so you didn't actually know about it in no, advance? It, just, it came out on the flyer. So yeah. that didn't even hit you up. Nah, and I love that. No like, way. It keeps you on your toes. Like, Mercy did that heaps of times. Like, yeah, it's cool. Cool, because it means every Thursday you're looking at the fly to see if you're on it kind of, kind of thing. Like, it's it's smart. Wow, that is actually good. I didn't know. So I thought people had a lot of time to, to prepare for that stuff. Nah, nah. Nah. Wow. A day and a half. Yeah. And, and that's, you work well under pressure, I guess. So. And did it did it end up going all right? Was it? Probably one of the best sets I've ever played. Like, Legit. To put in perspective, like. Because even I've got the Mercy recording, it's on my SoundCloud, but I feel that the first 15 minutes of that is the best 15 minutes I've ever probably DJed. Like, Legit. just the story that it tells and everything like that. Like, everyone probably just thinks I'm some weirdos just mixing tunes or whatever. But, <laughs> um, yeah, to me, that's the best 15 minutes I've ever DJed. That is so good, man. All right. Well, if anybody's listening, head over to NATO's SoundCloud and go and listen to that because <laughs> I'm definitely going to go back and listen to it now because I'm going to focus on that first 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, because, right. like, it's to, to break it down, like, there's like a three, four deck intro where I'm using three, four decks, like, oh, sampling heaps of stuff. Um, and then it just builds up to one of my favorite Melbourne tunes of all time, which is Callous Jump. And mm. the way that it does that, like, tells a story, I believe. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's so cool. I love the story behind it. I love the passion. It's yeah, so thanks, good. <laughs> um, but you're also running your own events as well, which is something I'm really excited about, man. Like um, the Pilots Lounge. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. So what's the idea behind that? Yeah, so that's something um, with my mate Nick. Um, and it just sort of started. We just wanted to have a bit of a place to express a bit of a brand for Melbourne. I guess. Um, and the thing with that, we're pretty passionate about it. I see a lot of potential in it. And I feel like a lot of people are starting to latch onto the concepts and feel pretty invested in it, which is what we want to see for it. Mm. Um, so we're looking forward to riding it out. We've got good crews um, involved. We did our first party at Glam back in February, which we're pretty happy with. 
Um, but now we want to get a bit more consistent with it. So our next party's on Saturday um, at Circus. And the concept behind it, it's the whole Let It Run thing and like highlighting unique DJing, things like that. Mm. We're setting up GoPros. Um, so there'll be a GoPro sort of set up to highlight all that. Top runs, Let Them Run. You oh, so you're going to actually record the DJ sets? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there'll be a couple of GoPros within the venue and whatnot. So it gives us a bit of a platform to post it post stuff like that on TikTok and, and stuff content. to try and get it out there. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's a new way of doing things. Yeah, I like the yeah. idea behind and, it. And we've got like the next few parties after this are pretty solid in what the themes of them are. I can't say too much, but yeah. um, I think people are going to like the humor behind it. And to me, it's just about representing our friend group. Like we're just a bunch of people like going out on the, on the weekend, like listening to this kind of music, like tans, tattoos. <laughs> Et <laughs> Dude, that is so cool. I love that. Um, but I want to ask, why is uh, why do you call it Pilots Lounge out of all the names? Um, What's the idea? Why Pilots? Uh, yeah, good question, actually. If I, if, <laughs> it was a while ago we came up with a name, but if I remember correctly, it was something to do with like, um, I don't know, the concept of being a DJ, a bit of a pilot, and mm. a lounge is a place where people gather. Yeah, okay. So like Pilots yeah. Lounge is a place where like premium pilots, cabin crew, build it around that. They've got a lounge where you go. Yeah. Someone like, someone the captain or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly that. And it's up to interpretation too. Other people might see it as different stuff, but that's the way yeah, we it's, a diff- it. it's a different name. I love yeah. it. Um, so what's the long-term goal with that? Like, where do you see that sort of leading? Do you want to keep growing it? Are you going to like... We want to have it as small capacity, big vibe parties where uh, our goal is not to sell out City Mind Music Bowl or anything like that. Mm. We want just to build it around the crew um, and have people that are invested in it um, type thing. And that knows what we are. And like, if they if they sell out, which we want them to, like small capacity, we also want to create FOMO. Yeah, as well. Okay. So it just oh, has yeah, that's a better way of doing it, eh? Because yeah. you don't want a big area and and, and only a no, hundred no people way. there. Yeah. So like circus empty. this weekend, like it's on track. We'll sell out. It'll be close to it, which we're really happy with. Oh, that's only your second event. Yeah, that's so yeah. Good. Um, and. Even if, like in the future, if you want to take somewhere big, we probably wouldn't. We'll keep doing it circus just because we want to keep pumping it and having the best parties we can for the people that are there. Yeah. Um, Make it and, a little bit more exclusive. Yeah, exactly. And on the other side of that, we also want to um, get to that point where people also are pretty invested in the theme parties that we're doing too. So when they're coming out, they're like, oh, what funny stuff are these boys going to come up with this time? <laughs> That's so good. Themes and everything. Uh, are you doing a theme this weekend or is it too early? So it's, it's top runs, um, okay. which is around that let them run concept. So the top runs are like the top transitions for the DJs uh, and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then we're filming it. And then we'll also have some like little gimmicky stuff for people to go around the party and like... Um, Pilots outfits and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sick. So just trying to get a bit of personality across to it. <laughs> so good. Again, man, completely different to what other people are doing. Yeah. So I love it. Um, a bit. I want to ask you also about your gigs at Dirty Days, man. You did the final Dirty Days, so that yeah. would have been like an honor. But you also uh, played your set and you turned the mixer off. Uh, how the <laughs> hell did that happen? I couldn't happen to anyone else, to be honest. But um, <laughs> I don't know. How, like the video that I've seen, like it's a chop. But I must pull the mixer towards me. And then what's happened is the um, power cable at the back has obviously come out. But it happened twice during the set. Um, and the good thing about it was I was just happy that the CDJs still work normally. So when the mixer did turn back on, it was up to where I still needed it to be. Yeah. But okay. it happened twice. Like, it was pretty annoying. <laughs> I'm just happy it was on footage so I could post it on Instagram so people just knew I didn't just butcher it. Yeah, it wasn't you. The yeah. funny thing is if you watch the video, you just see Dion looking under the table to see if the power's coming out or something like that the whole time. And I'm like, bro, like, it's obviously just I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you freaking out? Um, no. Nah, oh, Zach says yes, but nah. I, 
thought I was all right. I was, if not, I was just going to just stand up comedy for the rest of the set. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, just chug beers or something. Yeah. Just chewing. <laughs> Oh, bro, that's hilarious. Oh, well, at least you recovered. Mm. Um, but let's just ask a couple of random questions about the nightlife scene because I always like to get other DJs' perspective and stuff with, with this. But um, I think Melbourne nightlife is, is in a little bit of a weird spot and that's why yeah. I'm like really happy that you're sort of bringing like a new event out because we're all seeing all these other events closing and stuff yeah, at yeah. the moment. Like, you know, Dirty Days, you obviously got the opportunity to do that. We've seen, um, you know, Cloud, <laughs> um, Code, or all, the, all of the sort of big events are sort of shutting and, and shifting. Like, what do you think the reason for the shift is what do you what do you think where, where do you think we're heading how long is the interview for <laughs> um it's one of those things like obviously the cultures change after covid and whatnot um cost of living things like that um but it's also the change in the product that a lot of people want to um obviously there's a lot of other parties out there and things like that where things shift and everything like that but i also believe that the weekly cover isn't as common as it was a few years ago. Mm. So when people are going out, they really are investing their time and their money a lot differently. So you have to give them something that's worth investing to. And the parties that were there, like Dirty Days and things like that, they're my favorite parties that I've ever been involved in, like Mercy and whatnot. Um, I thought they could have kept operating, but it's one of those things that like the people behind it as well, they sort of move on to different ventures and everything mm. too. Um, and it'll it comes in cycles as well. I do see it. We're in a cycle at the moment, but doing things like pilot sounds and seeing other parties pop up and whatnot give a bit of a different variety to what's been there in the past as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like it. And it, I guess it sort of gives you the opportunity to run your events like Pilot's Lounge, whereas, you know, previously there might be there might have been too many events and you wouldn't get the crowd. Yeah, correct. Yeah. We, we purposely didn't because we were pretty involved in the Mercies and the yeah. DOs and things like that. We never, even at the end of it, like, a DJ before I'm a promoter I'd never really intended to get back into throwing parties but I uh, took the opportunity when I see like a gap or oh, yeah. passionate about something I think I know there's I a time to, to start man. Yeah. It's, it's now because yeah. we're in that weird position at the moment yeah so correct I think correct. you definitely are capitalising on it um what is your biggest inspiration? Is there any artist that you've ever looked up to that you that sort of maybe helped you get to where you are today? Is there anybody that you can say you look up to as an artist? Yeah, there's probably two off the top of my head. So the first is obviously someone from Melbourne, Callis. Mm. Um, he's a bit of a unicorn in the way that he's one of the best producers out of Melbourne, but also one of the best DJs. Yeah. Um, and he's been pretty involved with Pilot Sounds from the way we've been doing things too. So it's been good to get him back. Um, then the other one is a DJ from Sydney who like, I studied from the start just the way that he mixed things his name's um, Karma Coma oh cool um, his name's Gene so he's like one of my best mates from back home now but when I started going club and I met him through that and he yeah gave me a lot of tips in the early days so he doesn't play any of the music that we do down here but he's still one of those ones that like I referenced just the creative nature that you had on the decks. That's good, man. I yeah. love that you're, you're sort of staying humble and you're picking people that are that have actually helped you as, as an artist. Because people Definitely. always say like, oh, oh Sparksy and, and stuff, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. huge guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're awesome. But I mean, you've actually had a, a proper, you know, interaction with these people that have actually yeah. helped you. So that's good, man. Yeah, I respect sure. that. Um, this is a weird question. And because you're a pretty technical DJ, so I want to ask you this. Have you, what's your, what's your view on like not pre recorded sets as such, but maybe people that, that use sync, people that use like a lot of those sort of things to, to play their sets? Like, I know yeah. this is a hard <laughs> question to answer, but yeah. do you ever see that and you're like, whoa, yeah. do you agree with it? <laughs> no, nah, not particularly. Like, I'm pretty old school in the way that I approach things. Like, I can see 
think having a benefit for something, even like 3,000 is like they're a bit advanced and a bit too easy for me. Like I, I still at home have a set of CDJ 900s. 900s? Yeah. And yeah. if you said to me you can have a free upgrade to 3,000s, I wouldn't do it. Like they taught me how to understand phrasing, um, the arrangement of tunes more than 3,000s ever will. Mm. Um, so yeah, and I can see where the appeal is that it's like people want to be safe and things like that. Mm. But um, for me, um, I think a certain level of DJing happens outside of your comfort zone mm. so to speak and you see the the magic happens sometimes outside yeah. of your comfort yeah. and zone and I would rather like I've seen one of the DJs that I do love is like Zachy D Zach DePetro and I see him stuff up here and there but I love it because he's trying stuff you yeah. know what I mean like same with the and even if you listen if you watch my Mercy stuff like there's fuck I've seen it but I'm trying something different like I actually I'm, I was talking about it to this about other DJs about this I actually like hearing people like stuff up the beat match sheet and stuff yeah. because at least you know they're live they're DJing yeah. and they're actually doing yeah. it for real I remember like I've <laughs> turned behind the decks and Dion's there going like that and I'm like bro like I've got three decks going man like <laughs> you're gonna do that to me <laughs> uh, hit the cue button or something I don't know <laughs> all good man all good um and like, where do you see this leading, man? Like, where do, you, where do you see yourself going in the next five years or so? Do you think you're going to continue this or are you going to pivot or where do you see your NATO going? Uh, I probably want to get more selective so I don't burn myself out if I see longevity in it because mm. um, it can be pretty draining at times. But at the same time, I'm still staying pretty consistent to what I've been this whole time, like my sound, the way I DJ, the parties I play, who I am, like that's still my focus to be honest i yeah. just keep so being keep, me still keep grinding still keep going yeah i yeah. love it man don't stop and man. Just, also can... just appreciate it too because obviously it has a shelf life like yeah whether you do it for a year or 15 years like appreciate appreciate it because one day it's, you're gonna hang the headphones up yeah not and look back yeah, yeah. man love it well you've got a big future man if you're doing all this stuff with your with your uh, djing and your events and you're producing man i reckon the wall is your oyster just keep yeah. going man i want to yeah. see where it all leads Thanks, bro. um but all right look um we will get into the music because we're talking for Forever. So what should we expect to hear from your set, bro? Uh, just NATO. I don't know. See where the USB <laughs> takes me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like with the sound kind of stuff, like a bit of just Melbourne stuff, which to me is electro, a bit of minimal, like a cool minimal, maybe a bit of fire. I actually have a sight tune to come out soon. So I might oh, progress yes. into a bit of sight. Yeah. Is this like a little bit of an unreleased? Yeah. Yeah. I'll play it as the last song. It needs a mix and a master. So don't, don't charge it too much. But <laughs> it's a good song. That's all right, bro. I'm keen to hear it. All right, please welcome Nathan James. Oh, oh. Baby, come on, you don't have a way. Oh, oh. Baby, come on, you don't have a way. Oh, oh. 